0: We start with the name of the month, the month of Elul, the month in which we find ourselves, which is the last month of the year prior to the High Holy Days. The month of Elul stands for Anil Lidoidi Vidoidi Li. I am to my beloved and my beloved is to me. We are taught in Chasidis that Anil Lidoidi, I am to my beloved, is primarily the month of Elul. The Doidi Lee, ah, I'm my beloved, is to me, is primarily the month of Tishrei, the holiday or the month of the High Holy Days. In other words, the month of Elul is Anil ah, Doidi, I ah, am to my beloved, and therefore the arousal is from below, that the Jew must initiate his connection to God. And to understand this, we have the famous mushal, the famous parable of the Alta Rebbe. Rabbi Shnei Amna of Liadi explains that the month of Elul is the month of Melech Basada, the king is in the field. What does that mean, the king is in the field? Normally, if you want to see the king, you have to be a big minister. And it takes many months in advance notice. But in the month of Elul, the king is in the field... And therefore anyone who wants to go to see the king has the right to see the king. And the king is standing there with a very beautiful countenance and a pun of sechakois and a smiley face willing to receive any person that visits the king. And that is why each one of us should use the opportunity in the month of Elul to ask God for our needs. And God is happy to do this. So the idea is that we have to initiate to leave our house and to visit the king that is in the field. So on one hand, there is an asinas koyach. there is a, a encouragement from above. It's not an arousal from above, but rather it's called an asinas koyach, an encouragement, that we should go and leave our house to see the king. Knowing that the king is in the field, this gives us the encouragement. But the actual which means the arousal from below, we must initiate, we have to actually go out of our house to go see the king. So this is the idea of the month of Elul. By going out of our house, means we leave behind the past, and we're willing to change. And once we have this new state of mind, this paradigm shift, that we're willing to make the change, and we actually go and make the change, the king then shows us a of saychakos. A face that is smiley, representing God's pleasure in us. It's interesting to know that we don't create that smiley face. The face is always there, God just reveals the smile to us. Because in essence, God is always smiling. In essence, God always has pleasure in every Jew. However, when we act properly and we conduct ourselves according to Torah law, this reveals the smile that was always there. That is the meaning of the month of Elul, I am to my beloved and my beloved is to me. What is the concept of the mazal or the zodiac of the month? This is the concept of Virgo. As it says in the Sefer Yitzira, in the book of formation, one of the oldest books in Kabbalah. But What is the meaning that the month of Elul represents the idea of the the idea of a virgin? understand this on a few different levels. Number one is, the Samach explains that the neshama, the soul of every Jew, before it comes down to the world, is a Betula, is a Virgo. Why? Because the soul is pure, untainted. It is only one with God, and has not yet soiled itself with the sins of the world. However, when the soul comes down to the world... And then, God forbid, it becomes contaminated and infected by the impurities around it. It is no longer a basulah, no longer a virgin. Another level of basullah is that even after the soul comes down to the world, however, it has its allegiance to Almighty God. God is its first love, just like a basula, a virgin who gets married, only knows the love of her husband, her first love. So too, the basula represents the soul even after it's ascent to this world that is totally dedicated to the, to the love of God and knows no other love, has no other desire outside of godliness. And furthermore, every time the soul performs a mitzvah. Every time the soul gives charity, or every so time the soul lights Shabbos candles, or every time the soul puts on tefillin, it's like the first time it has a connection with her husband, with Almighty God. And that's why she has the name Besulah, the name of a virgin. Furthermore, the idea of Besulah represents the idea of Chuva. The month of Elul, as we said earlier, is the month of returning to God. It's the month of Anil Ladoidi, I am to my beloved and my, my beloved is to me. In other words, it's a time that we return after 11 months being in the world or 10 months after the month of Tishrei. And now we realize that we have to prepare ourselves for the new year to become a vessel to receive God's new light and new vitality for the year to come. And therefore it's a month of reckoning and a month of introspection. When I do tshuva, when I repent and return to God, retroactively it purifies me and removes this contamination and removes any infection that I may have from the impurities of the world. And I am now considered once again to be a Basula, to be a virgin. That is the power of tshuva. Generally in the world of time and space we only move ahead, we don't move back. Yet in Torah we have the ability through tshuva to go back in time and retroactively to fix the mistakes of the past. And therefore we now become a b'sula even though perhaps we were infected and contaminated. And that is why it is called the month of Virgo, the month of b'sula. All of this is complemented with the tribe of the month. What is the tribe of the month? The tribe of the month is the tribe of God. God was one of the twelve tribes and similarly each month of the year is connected to a different tribe. And the month of Elul is connected to the tribe of God. Who was God? So we are told that when Moses was about to send the Jews into the land of Israel, the tribe of God together with Ruvain, said, we want to stay trans-Jordan on the other side of the Jordan not enter into the land of Israel, we have a lot of flock. And therefore we want our flock to uh, to use the grass on this side of the Jordan. Moshe Abenu said you have an ultimatum. If you will be the ones to join your brothers to conquer the land of Israel, then we will give you this part of Transjordan. But if you will not come over to the other side, ...to fight with your brothers... ...to conquer the land of Israel... ...you cannot have this piece of land. We are told that the tribe of God... ...together with Reuven... ...were the first ones... ...to go into the land of Israel. They attacked first... ...and they were so powerful... ...and it says... ...they were so powerful... ...that when they... ...they smit the enemy... ...they cut off their arm together with their head... ...in one slice... This concept of the power of God to overcome the enemy, our rabbis tell us, and the Rebbe explains and expounds upon this, was in the merit of the tefillin. Because they wore tefillin on their left hand and on their head, therefore they had the power in one strike to remove the arm and the head together. And this idea represents the concept of good over evil, that The tribe of God was victorious over the the physical enemy. And we too have the ability to overcome our evil inclination, our tavot, our desires and physical pleasures that perhaps consume us throughout the rest of the year. In the month of Elul we become a warrior like God and we have the ability to overcome all of these temptations. And that is why God is spelled Gimel Dalit. Gimel is three Dalit is four, alluding to the two different types of shins on the Tzillin. On the head Tzillin, you have the three-pronged shin, alluding to the Gimel, and the four-pronged shin, alluding to the Dalit. Because Gimel is the Gematria of three, and Dalit is the Gematria of four. Furthermore, Gimel Dalit, the Gematria tells us, represents gimel Dalim, to give charity to the poor. The month of Elul, one is supposed to increase in the giving of charity. And furthermore, Gemel Dalim means to draw down, God means to draw down the infinite powers from the 13 attributes of mercy that is prevalent in the month of Elul. So this is the tribe of God that gives us the ability of a warrior to overcome all the negative implications or the negative desires of the animal soul of the evil inclination. What is the letter of the month? The letter of Elul says the Sefer Yitsira, The Book of Formation is the letter Yud, which is the, the main letter of action. How does Yud connect with the month of Elul? As we stated earlier, the month of Elul represents the month of tshuva, the month of return, returning to God. doidi, I am to my beloved. And the chuva, of course, is done through love. I am to my beloved, I miss my beloved, I want to return to my beloved. I realize that the physical world is only temporary and narcissistic. And therefore I have a yearning and a desire to return to God out of love. Which of course is the higher level of tshuva. I'm not returning to God because I'm afraid I'm going to be punished. I'm not returning to God because I'm afraid I'll have a bad year. On the contrary... I'm not concerned about these things. On the contrary, I return to God because I love Him and I want to be connected to Him. So the first step to Tshuva is the letter Yud. Yud is the smallest letter in the Hebrew alphabet, alluding to the quality of humility. If a person is arrogant, he can't do Tshuva. Why? I didn't make a mistake. My friend made a mistake. It wasn't my fault. It was my mother's fault. It was my father's fault. It was my spouse's fault. It was my children's fault. It was my teacher's fault. We have the ability to, to place the blame on somebody else and never accept the fault on ourselves. So the first level of tshuva is to realize that we are human and we are capable of, of sin and imperfection. And through that ability of humility, we open up the door to tshuva, to repentance. Furthermore, the tshuva is connected to the letter yud because there are many stages in tshuva. There are many stages in return. The first stage is the letter Yud, the smallest letter in the Hebrew alphabet, alluding to the seminal drop. On one hand in the seminal drop you have the entire child, on the other hand it's only the beginning. And the same is true that we have to start one step at a time to do tshuva, we start at the beginning, and with God's help we continue to expound on the tshuva. Furthermore we are told that the tshuva could be done with one hour, with one moment. In other words, tshuva is a state of mind. It's regretting the past and accepting upon yourself a resolution to change in the future. As Dal writes in Tanias, regretting the past, and a good resolution for the future. So this takes one second. And that is the letter U, the smallest letter in the Hebrew alphabet. What is the attribute of the month? The attribute of the month is action. Tshuva on one hand is a state of mind, I want to be better, but that's not enough, it has to lead to action. As the Altar writes in Tanya, and the what does it mean to be about Tshuva, that if you normally learn the one chapter of Mishnah a day, you learn two chapters a day, if you learn one page of Talmud, you learn two pages of Talmud, in other words, you increase your action. Furthermore, when it comes to tefillin, we first put the tefillin on the hand, then we put the tefillin on the head. You would think it should be the other way around. The head is holier. Why first the tefillin on the hand, then the tefillin on the head? When the Jewish people stood at Sinai, we said, and We will first do, and then we will listen and understand. Our hand represents action, we first do. And then we move on to our head to really understand it and internalize it. And similarly the idea of action alludes to the tribe of God. They went into Israel with a state and a conviction of mesiras nefesh, of self-sacrifice. They could have been the last people to go in saying, look... We're not really moving into the land of Israel. We're only helping our brothers. We'll stand in the back. We'll help you out. On the contrary, they said, no, we're going to go in front. Alluding to the level of Yehida, the fifth level of the soul, which is the highest level of self-sacrifice. A level beyond intellect. They didn't rationalize where we should go or how should we should go. They right away went up front and they took charge. And that is the same when it comes to tshuva. If you're going to use your mind for tshuva, you could begin to rationalize, well, you know, I'll only eat kosher in the house, but outside the house, I don't have to eat kosher. Or you rationalize, I'll keep Shabbos only at night, but not during the day. The problem with the intellect is it becomes very confined and very limited. However, action represents the essence of the soul, which is beyond time and space and beyond logic. And therefore, the the tshuva, of the month of Elul is connected to action alluding to the level of self-sacrifice beyond time and space and beyond emotion and logic. What is the leading limb of the month? Says the Kabbalah, says the Book of Formation, this represents the left hand. The left hand, as we stated earlier, is the hand that we put on the tefillin. Why is it in truth that we put the tefillin on the left hand? Unless, of course, you're a lefty, you put it on your right hand. Like I do, I'm a lefty. Only in tefillin, but in mine perhaps not so. What is the idea of putting trill on the left hand? And similarly we find that the menorah on Hanukkah is put on the left side. It says the mezuzah is on the right and the menorah is on the left. The right side represents kindness. The right side represents light. The left represents severity and darkness. The powers of impurity come from the left side. The mitzvah of is so great that it has the ability to impact not only the right side, but also the left side. Even the powers of impurity become inspired and become enlightened with the mitzvah of tefillin. And that is really the idea of tshuva. What is tshuva? Tshuva is, we take something that is on the left. Something that is outside of holiness. A violation of Torah law. For example, someone ate pork. He ate non-kosher. And now, by doing tshuva, by doing repentance, you have the ability to transform this sin into a mitzvah. So you're taking the left side and you're elevating it to God. A tzaddik, a righteous person, an FFB... The only way he could fulfill the mitzvah of not eating pork is by not eating pork. But a bal tshuva, what does he do? Because he was not religious and he ate pork, now he does tshuva and returns to God, the pork itself becomes a mitzvah. And that is why the Rambam tells us that in the place where a bal tshuva stands, even a complete tzaddik cannot stand. Why? Because the baal has the ability to make the sin into a mitzvah. That is something that tzaddik cannot do. And that is represented by the left side. And that is the power of Tfilin to transform the left and elevate it into the right. And this reminds us that the month of Elul has also been designated as a month to check your Tfilin and to check your mezuzahs. As the Rebbe has told us that every year, once a year, in the month of Elul, one should check his trillin and And this is a segula. This is a good omen for a shana, toiva, musuka, for a year that is good and a year that is sweet. And it's also a good omen for all the other needs that one requires in their life. From health to, to parnasa, to livelihood, etc., etc. All of these things are blessed through one checking their trillin and one checking their mezuzah. And here also is important to note that though women don't wear tefillin, they do have the obligation to have a mezuzah on all of their doors. And furthermore, a woman can participate in the mitzvah of tefillin by encouraging her brothers and her her sons and her husband and her father to wear tefillin. Or to simply sponsor to sponsor a pair of tefillin for someone who cannot afford to have a pair of tefillin. And every time that person puts on the tefillin, the woman is now a partner, a shutaf, in that mitzvah, and by doing so fulfills the mitzvah of tefillin. So this is the, the leader limb for the month of Elul. What is the tetragrammaton of the month of Elul? There are 12 months a year, and each month, has a different energy and different vitality. How does the energy change? By the fact that the four letters of God's name, which is the Tetragrammaton, the Yud, and the He, and the Vav, and the Hey, changes order. That is the way the month changes its energy. So the month of Elul has the letters of God's name in a different order. And the order of letters of God's name of the month of Elul is Hei, Hei Vav Yud. What does Hei, Hei Vav Yud stand for? So the Bnei Sashkar says that this is based on the Pasuk, Utsedaka Tzedakah, And it shall be for you, Tzedakah, charity because you follow in the ways of God. So if you take the last letter of Tzedakah to Hey. The last letter of Tia is a hey, the last letter of lanu is a vav, and the last letter of ki is a yud. And that is the four letters of the month of Elul, hey, hey, vav, yud. So what do we see from here? That when you have the tetragrammaton set up in this order, it alludes to the concept of Sudoko. And that is why in the month of Elul, one is supposed to increase in giving tzedakah. And this is also hinted in the acronym of Elul. What is the acronym for Elul? Ish matanish A man to his neighbor and gifts to the poor. Furthermore, says the Meir Saskar that if we take the remainder letters, the leftover letters, the additional letters of this pasuk omitting the hey, hey, vav, yud, what do we have left? We have vitsedek and tehi, and then lamid nun and khaf. If you add up all of these letters, it equals the gematria of 715, which is the same gematria as the word bitishuva with teshuvah, with repentance, with returning to God. So we see over here, that all of these different signs, and zodiac, a muzzle, an attribute, and leader limb, etc., etc., all complement and lead to the same point, and that is the month of Elul. One is to arouse within himself the desire to return to God, and one receives God's protection and God's encouragement by the fact that he's in the field. And in this month we have the thirteen attributes of mercy that is prevalent every day of the month of Elul, which according to Rabbi Ginsburg, that is the reason why the, the letters of Elul and Misper Katan, if we drop the zeros, equals also 13, Aleph is 1, Lamed 3, Vav 6, Lamed 3, equaling the number 13, alluding to the 13 attributes of mercy that is found within every day of the month of Elul. All of this should encourage us to strengthen ourselves, to be a warrior and to overcome all the hardships and challenges that we have in our daily life. And with God's help, we will truly be victorious and be able to enter into the new year, to be a new vessel, like a, like a virgin, to be able to receive new light and new vitality for the year to come. Being that we spoke about the importance of checking once to fill on the Zuzis, I want to tell a quick story and that is, a individual went to a sofer, and he told him he needs a new for his house. He was buying a new condo. The sofer said, if you buy new mezuzahs for your condo, it's going to cost $650. But if you want the better quality mezuzahs, it's going to cost $810. What's the difference? He said, ask your rabbi. He goes to the rabbi, rabbi, what should I do? The rabbi said, look, the 810 is better quality, and God does not remain in debt by the better mezuzis. So, he spends the extra few dollars, and he buys the new for the house. He spends $810. Two weeks later, he calls the, the sufer. He says, I have to tell you a story. When I left your house, I went to an auction. And in the auction, I sold my old condo. The auctioneer said that probably you will make $650,000 by selling your condo. At the end of the day, I made $810,000 by selling my condo. For every dollar I spent on the mezuzah, God blessed me 1,000 times more. This uh, story is in my book, Guardian of Israel. There are other stories, other inspirational stories about Tefillin and Mezuzah there. But the point is that we have to use out the opportunity in the month of Elul to check not only our trillion and to check not only our mezuzahs, but to check all of our mitzvahs that we did and performed throughout the past year and those that we did not perform properly to do better this year. And unfortunately, the dead weight, the mistakes that we had to get rid of, to throw out the window and to make room for, for new opportunities and new mitzvahs for the year to come. ...to conclude by wishing each and every one of you... a ...to be written and sealed in the book of life... ...and God should bless all of you... ...to fulfill the desires of your heart for good... ...with health, success and blessing... ...in every aspect of your reality... ...in every aspect of your life... ...for you and your family... ...and the ultimate blessing, a year of Gula... ...a year of the redemption with the coming of Mashiach... speedily in our days...